You're listening to Be In Demand, the podcast for honest advice, inspiring stories, and ideas for growing your business by leveraging the expert that you are. I'm your host, Loria Mirabito, business mentor, and I'm also a reformed painfully shy girl, red wine lover, and exercise enthusiast. Join me as I share how being positioned as the expert in your industry, even if it's a busy one, will help you stand out and be the one in demand to hire and work with. Hello, all my Be In Demand listeners. I am bringing on one of my clients who also became a friend. A lot of my clients actually become friends, but this woman is particularly special. And we met, geez, I think it's about uh, four years ago. We met at at a, an in-person networking event, an association that we were, that I was a part of, and she was kind of like testing out for the first time. And one of my first impressions of of Talene, um, Talene Price was that she was, this was a woman who has a heart of gold, a huge heart, but she was completely dimming her light, dimming her light, I'm sure for a number of reasons. And um, through our work together, you will see how she is completely shining now. Talene, thank you so much for coming on. Laurieann, thank you so much for having me join you. It's an absolute pleasure. So we were just kind of like chit-chatting about what we were going to talk about um, before this, but would you agree that the first time I met you, you were just kind of like dimming your light? I would totally agree. I I actually remember that networking meeting. It was my first professional women's networking group. I had gotten to that place in my career where I was starting to grow a team in my direct sales business. And I had kind of put a different hat on myself. So I was no longer like a stay at home mom working at selling some products and more like a business woman who was growing a team of people, making an income for her family. And it was a complete mind shift uh, that I was having for sure. So when I went to this meeting and I saw all the variety of different women, I I think I might've been a little bit second guessing myself. Was this the right place? Was I really this business woman that I was imagining myself to be? So I think I was rather quiet for at least that meeting, maybe even a few more. I think so. And, uh, um, for, for those of you, like you can't tell just by watching the YouTube um, video and you certainly can't tell by listening to this, but Talene and I are like opposites and well, not in so only, many ways, <laughs> so, in so yes, in so many ways, but one of them is I'm five foot 10 and I wear heels. So I'm about six feet tall and Talene, how tall are you without heels? I am four foot 10 without heels. So five feet on a good day. Five feet on a good day. So, and I think we sat at the same table. We we did. You were so, you were so pleasant to me. And you said, well, tell me your name. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this stunning, amazing, classy woman is speaking to me. Meanwhile, like I was in a beautiful black lace dress. I, I look nice too. So I, I don't know why I was feeling or thinking that no one would want to be talking to me, but that is exactly how I felt. So when you were speaking to me, I thought, wow, this is awesome. The people I hear are so nice. And 
you know, I think coming from, you know, being that stay at home mom, and then you were, whatever that was, and then you were coming into like this, this new, this new role with, with Mary Kay, this new role with um, like how you were, how, how you were just treating your business. You were like really stepping into this role of a leadership and, but, but like, you know, that's what you had to do, but what your body was saying was like, I'm still like six, I'm still the stay at home mom. And I, I like, totally, totally felt like, you know, that's that sting song. And he says, there's a fortress around your heart. Yeah. I, I feel like I had a fortress around myself. I had been a professional HR generalist in a huge law firm in downtown Chicago. And I went to be home with two children and it, it kind of steals a little bit of your fire and it dims your light. And so you, you carry that with you because you lose some of your confidence along the way and stepping into this new role being with, um, with Mary Kay, uh, you know, people can be with Mary Kay in the sense of that they could just use the product themselves and then you can earn hundreds thousands, millions of dollars with this company. And I found that if I wanted to excel to that point, I needed to step outside my comfort zone. Going to this business meeting was one of them. And I'm so glad that working with you, Lorianne, was the next thing that I did. Yeah. So let's talk about that. When was that time that you decided I needed, I need to hire Lorianne? There's three distinct times, actually. The first one was I had to give, um, I think it was like a 10-minute cursory speech on the products and what my role was and everything like that. And I found that I was sticking to the script and I was using my notes and I was extremely anxious and I was feeling very, very flushed. And I thought, this is not how it's supposed to be because then it's not coming off as authentic. And um, I kind of looked at you in the crowd a little bit and you were wonderful. You were, you were nodding to me. You were nodding encouragement to me. And, and I thought, okay, she said, she's a professional speaker. Maybe I can get with her and grab some tips or something like that. So the first time we connected, I had to give the next 20 minute speech. And I said, what can I do to, you know, get on your calendar to get with you? Um, And, you know, it was early in my life. So I was like, I was concerned about, uh, you know, what's this going to cost me? Except the, the great part is, is just ask, you know, you, you can put things in your mind that are like out there and then you're going to find out like, they're not at all what you think. Right. And I think that's when I did that, um, first intensive with you. Yes. And the intensive worked out to be an awesome 10 minute talk. And I'm going to show you, I simply used the note section on my phone you taught me how to put a few items there and really get confident with the subject matter. And so then I was only referring to my phone here and there, and I was making a lot of eye contact with my audience. And I really felt like I I nailed it. So that was my, that was my first experience with you that I knew wow, if this Mary Kay thing doesn't go forward, like I think I could learn I'm teachable, I'm coachable. 
to yeah. do better at speaking. So that that was all you, Lorianne. And I think your first speech, like a lot of people, is like the fire hose. They try to like, all right, I have 10 minutes to speak and I need to share with everybody everything <laughs> I know, which just confuses the audience. And that's one of the things that um, was not just unique to you, but is unique to a lot of my clients. Like they just show up and that's that's just what they've been doing because no one's like, you know, taking the time to like, let's just pull out a few things to share with the audience for your 10 minutes, for your 20 minutes, for your keynote. All of my various experiences with you have been great. And I, I would say that I was one of those people who had to take every bit of the, every one of your products. I wanted to buy every one of your products, so to speak. And the second product that I took was a one day workshop that you did. And then there was material that I could refer back to. I felt like there was value for what I, for, for the time that I invested in it. I put it to practice because then you and I worked together to give a speech at a huge um, business debut that I had to do. And it was it was interesting because I think I was struggling with that. And again, going back to what you were saying, like I felt like that whole journey getting to become a director with the company had taken me through so many years and so many experiences that I had so much to share. And, and you kept coming back at me and you kept saying, okay, Talim, but what about, what is the one thing? Yeah. I like and to I say to clients, like, if you put your hands together, you can't see this um, on the audio, but maybe on the video you can. Like, if you put your hands together and you were giving your audience a gift that fit in your hands, what's that gift? Because that's where I like to, that's where you start with the presentation. I need to know, like, what do you want your audience to walk away with? And that is where we started. That, that was exactly um, where we started. And then we backtracked from there. Mm -hmm. Um, I always, I have to tell you too, if I can sing your praises for a minute, one of the things that I find really, um, special about you as a coach, specifically also for women is that you're extremely empowering to women to help them find their voice to find their strength. They, you can have an extremely talented person sitting in front of you. However, having an excellent coach who's going to help that woman find her voice beyond just the tactical thing that she's good at, like, okay, great. I was an awesome salesperson. I'm great with people, but what is the other thing? What is that voice behind there? And that was, that voice was, I wanted to make an impact and help change women's lives beyond just the lipstick. And you helped me. You helped me with that. I'm blushing. I'm blushing. Thank you so much. More, more. <laughs> but all right, back to your presentation. Yes. <laughs> Although like if we weren't doing this audio recording, I would sit and receive more of that. But um, I kind of want to go back to the, um, to your, the, the director presentation that you gave, which was a much longer presentation. Um, I like one of the things like I start, I believe like, a presentation is like, it starts off as an idea. It starts off as like a block of clay that I help work with my clients and we mold it. 
And I remember asking you, you know, we were sitting down, we were figuring this out and it was a comment that your dad made about lipstick. And then I was like, I was like, yes, your dad wasn't your biggest fan in the beginning when you started doing this. But no, no, he was very concerned that, I mean, I think he had an idea like, oh, I mean, I just, you know, invested in my daughter to go to college and I'm not expecting that she's going to come out and, and sell lipstick. And I think the part that was missing in all of that is, well, we could look at it as selling a lipstick. However, we could also look at it as becoming a businesswoman. Yeah. And that is so much more powerful than selling a lipstick. Yes. yes. And so, so you, we're going to brain. share that, right? If we're going to mold that clay, we need to start shaving off the pieces to find what it was. And that was the start of it is you can look at it as a sale. And what did we come up with? I think I'd sold well, here's here, here's what, why I brought this up because I remember this. It gave me the idea. And this, you know, like I come up with these ideas, like as I'm working with clients, it was like, how many lipsticks have you sold in the 10 years that you'd been with Mary Kay? And it was, oh, you know, like you had to go through tax records. Like you had the information. I did. Because I was like, it would be amazing because the part where you talked about your dad and his support and like how he helped you know, like move you along. We, we mentioned how many lipsticks you had sold, which was 13 or 15,000. I don't remember off the top of my head, but it was, it's a large number of lipsticks. This is so true. I think what we were trying to do is you can change the narrative in someone else's mind when you give them some factual information as part of your speech. So, you know, you, you can have the soft parts in your speech. You can have the emotional parts in your speech, and you can also have the, you know, uh, analytical parts in your speech. So to me, it was shocking when I converted not only this lipsticks that I'd sold, but the amount of product that I had sold and converted that to a, a dollar amount for lipsticks that it was like 15,000 lipsticks. And that's shocking in a sense but 15, and then this is where we catapulted to what did 15,000 lipsticks do? What was but the impact of 15,000 lipsticks? It empowered your clients, your, the, your female buyers, but also yes. I remember us talking about even during a recession, lipstick sales still either stayed the same or went up because they make because of the way that they make women they feel. make people feel um absolutely and we could certainly talk even more about that in today's climate with people having to wear a mask and uh that you know cosmetics in general took a decline for that mm-hmm. until people started to realize that they weren't feeling good about themselves and guess what happened they started doing their eyes Yes. So the narrative is still the same today as it was then. Equally as powerful that it's not about a lipstick. It's about feeling good about oneself and developing confidence and having some passion for your life Mm 
And so the speech was incredible. It touched on so many different points, bringing the audience to almost tears in some sense Mm -hmm. and really like they're being perplexed with what lipstick really means or what a sale really means and understanding that it actually translates to changing lives because when you become the say seller of the lipstick you have an opportunity to bring an income home and change your family's life too yeah and that was what we did while we were molding that clay for that speech i felt like i was resistant to you on a few points however you you have a way to help your clients break through mm-hmm. to find their voice. And I do know while I did use notes on that particular speech, I just think because it was a very overwhelming day in general, you had some really great tips, which I'm not going to share here because I'm going to tell you people you need to work with this woman. Uh, and I have used those tools since that time. So that's, thank you for bringing that up because the, um, the public speaking tips, um, and training and skills that I work with my clients, it's not just for the presentation. I mean, it can be for one-on-one it you'll use it. in it's, it's amazing how many different areas you end up using all using these skills. Since I've worked with you, and again, uh, I mean, I think that investing in the different programs that you've offered over time, which I love, and I know that you're just always amazing revamping and, and learning yourself and coming up with new programs. So I'm always excited when you're offering one, the different, the different boot camps that I've taken from, you know, our time together, I I'm able to add another layer and add another layer in my experience of public speaking. And since moving to North Carolina from New Hampshire, where we, you and I originally met, I've had an enormous amounts of opportunity to speak in public, whether they were other networking meetings, whether I was being um, invited to um, speak at a, um, a university to some young business students, et cetera. And what I found was the more confident I became not only with my subject matter, but also my own voice. And that has been your coaching is find your voice. It's a lot easier to stand up and speak in public without really having to rehearse very much because Mm -hmm. you're already using those tools. They have become part of who you are. So I think that has been helpful for me as I've rebuilt a business here and I'm transitioning to go in other directions, whether it could be, you know, one-on-one coaching or another sales venue, I have heavily, heavily relied on my strength in public speaking now. Good for you. I mean, literally, I think back to that woman you met that day. Yeah. I don't even know her. (laughs) But yeah, she's, but we like, it's almost like you, you don't need that, that version of you anymore because there's this, 
bigger, empowering version of you that is definitely touching more lives. Um, I'm curious how you felt like, because all the training that you and I did, the work that we did was before this global pandemic and before the big um, boom into virtual speaking. Did you find it really easy just to transition from the in-person to the virtual world of speaking? Wow. Uh, I've, I've had a few little struggles with that. However, let me preface by saying that one of the, one of the early influences that you had on me was, I don't know, shortly after Facebook Live came to to be, I had used it casually uh, on a vacation to kind of do a little sightseeing with my phone. And I was holding an open house and you said, well, you know, you have an opportunity to market yourself here. I just want to, I just want to hold on, pause for a second. This was definitely before she moved to North Carolina. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. You've not, you've not seen the inside of my house here. No, I haven't. Let, let's just have that as a bone of contention. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, you were having an open so house. You, I you to came attend. over support yeah, because you're a client of mine. So I yeah. So you came client. over to support me, and um, again, I think that that was a huge turning point because you said we don't have to just use Facebook Live for casual events and whatnot. You can use it as a speaking platform. Um, and you were cute, like, would you, be, would you be okay if we went Facebook Live? And I'm like, oh God, what's happening to me? <laughs> but there we were. And all of a sudden the, the camera was on me and you were nodding at me. And, and what did I, I say to you? What was that? What did I say to you? I don't know. Can you remind me? Speak from your heart. Oh, speak from my heart. Oh, yes. You know, and that's what you do. You, you tell me to speak from my heart. And when I do that, I close my eyes for a minute and I just think, what do I love about these products? Or what do I love about helping women? Or what do I love about making an impact? And then the, the rest flows. So that experience, which was about, I want to say, just also about four years ago, we, we might have known each other a little longer helped me because during the pandemic here, I had to follow up with my customers on FaceTime. I had to follow up on Zoom. I had to hold meetings with my team on Zoom. And I had to project that same confidence that I was projecting in person because how else am I going to get my product sold? Right, right. How else am I going to encourage my team? Because it's follow the leader. They need right. to see that you are are do are doing the work. So um, definitely, I, I did find it to be a challenge. And and in my world, it is it is a tactical product that a person needs to tr- to try on their skin. So you can send them a care package, and they can use it before you meet with them on Zoom, and that's great. And we have resorted to doing that. And I can think to myself, what if I had never gone live and taken all of the encouragement and tips that Lorianne had for me? I think I probably would have been paralyzed during the pandemic as so many other uh, direct sales professionals were. Yeah. Yeah, you really... um 
little kicking and screaming, so to speak, but you, but you, you ended up embracing it. You're a problem solver. You're just like, okay, here's what's going on in the world. I can't meet with people face to face. So what can I do next? And that's one of the things I started doing my product tutorials in my bathroom with the phone on. Um, because mm-hmm. at that point we were stuck in the house for nine months, nine, 12 months. Yeah. So, you know, if a new product came to my door, I needed to show it to somebody somehow. That's right. So why not stick the phone on Facebook live and go for it. And you, you ended up creating a catalog of videos. I did. Which was so wonderful because as you got, let's just say, a new customer, a new client, or even um, a, a new person who was who was joining your team, to be able to refer them to like, hey, you don't know how to use this product or you don't know the stuff that's in there or, or you know, like, when should you, when's the best time to use this? Go Let watch the video. You in a video. Yeah. And now there it is. Mm-hmm. Because Lord knows, like, as because I, I will confess, um, I am a user of Mary Kay product because of Tolene. And there have been many times that I've called you and said, I forgot how to use this. <laughs> and, you know, to be able to say, go watch this video, Lorianne. <laughs> right, right. Worked very well. And you also joined a program of mine, Momentum. Yes, I did. That was incredible. By far, that was one of the best investments that I made for my future, regardless of what that future will be. I do see myself, I do envision myself speaking from a grander stage some one day in my life. And I don't know what capacity that will be. I do feel that it will be in some kind of inspirational and motivational capacity. And I know for certain, had I not taken your Momentum Bootcamp I don't think I would even be on this podcast with you right now because I think that that grew me even more as a speaker and to realize that I didn't have to only have the lipstick message. Right. I could learn how to use speaking in a variety of different ways to impact myself and others going forward. Yeah. You are, it was such a joy to work with you. It's such a blessing to have you in my life, but you're going to do amazing things. I'm so excited yet to come for you. So I would love it if you would share with my listeners and anybody who's watching this, where they can follow you or find more, find out more information about you. Well, so uh, you can always find me on Instagram and it's Talene Price, T-A-L-Y-N-E-P-R-I-C-E underscore trendsetter. And you can always find me there. And I post very inspirational things there. I post some little tidbits about my life. You can message me from there. However, I did kind of go out on a limb and I definitely have you as my support behind this. I started on Facebook. Uh, you can choose which kind of page you want to be. And I chose blogger mm-hmm. because you know what? You can video blog too, which means I can be talking to people. So I started a blog and you can find my page and it's called Lady Spice on Life. 
Essentially, it's some thoughts I have about life, inspiration, things to help you have a happy day, inspire you. So you can find me there. Definitely worth the read. And I would definitely keep an eye on this woman because I'm pretty sure that in her future, I I see a podcast. So (laughs) that would be a lot of fun to actually hear from her on a regular basis. So all of those, uh, the links to her blogging Facebook and also Instagram will be down below in the show notes. And thank you so much for joining me for this conversation with Talene Price. And we will see you next week. Thank you, everyone. Thanks for hanging out with me. Be sure to hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And join me over in my private Facebook group for more tips, community, and free trainings. You'll find the link in the show notes. You can also help this podcast reach more listeners by leaving a review. And as a thank you, each month I pick one of my reviewers to win a free coaching call with me. So if you haven't done so already, please leave a review and you could be the next winner.